jumping legs. Let's jump. Let's jump. Let's jump. Oh yeah, baby. Let's jump. Let's jump into the mix. Let's jump. Let's jump. Jesus, how long am I going to keep going for? Shut up, people. You <laughs> motherfuckers need to quiet down. Sit down. You need to quiet down. I appreciate the... What the hell is that? Ow. <laughs> what was the last one? I heard a... Ooh. Ooh, shit. Yeah, there you go. Ho, ho, ho. Give it to me again. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 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 All right, my people. We're back at it again. Welcome to the Real Rhythm Podcast. My name is Peter Peek. My name is Big Lexa. And we, 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 as per usual, are here to bring you the scenes, the sounds, the society, your science, a lot of the Hence the fucking snake that we got in the background. Exactly. Appreciate Ooh-hoo. you guys. We're back at it. Hopefully everything's going smooth with you today. Yeah. We're yeah, just man. talking about uh, we're just talking about some sodas actually. Now that we're thinking about it, we're let's figure about throw it at the top. We just had some. Uh, I just took a drink of a um, uh, twenty ounce, and don't judge me for this. I don't, don't, <laughs> the only reason I bought it. It's because I seen it, and I was like, oh, shit, Baja Blast in a 20-ounce at a liquor store? Oh, shit. Baja Blast is, you know, uh, Taco Bell is fucking famous. Yeah, baby. Famous. They even had, like, slushies in Baja Blast. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's a good, I don't know what Baja Blast is. What the fuck is that flavor? Uh, is it Rosarito, or is it... It's just uh, the flavor of Rosarito? I think that, <laughs> I thought that was hookers and fucking cocaine. <laughs> that, I guess they try to do... Tro- oh, my bad. Tropical hookers and cocaine. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, uh, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, Baja Blast is like... It's it's supposed obviously it's supposed to be tropical. Yeah. I mean, maybe passion fruit, but it's fucking blue. That's, that's, anyway, I took a drink of it because Ow. I have some here. Yeah, that's precisely the reaction. But Baja Blast, you know what? I I, I, I never did like Mountain Dew that much. I wanted to try this because it was interesting. Yeah. But uh, like, like was just telling me right now, uh, a fucking Cactus Cooler, classic. Yeah. Cactus Cooler, classic. Love me some Cactus Cooler. Love me some Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. But you know what? You mm. know what, though? The reality is... You can't get better than an ice cold classic Coke. Yeah, Coke ice cold classic Coke. Those are fucking just amazing, uh, especially from like McDonald's. They have like specialty like Coke. Bro, just, I've done that. It, well, well, they they specifically. Of course, you've done that. Who in America has I'm not saying, had a no, Coke? But I've done it in the sense of like it's in the middle of the night. You know, I do Grubhub, so I'm like, you know what, I. I'm gonna go get a Coke. Coke. Yeah. I'm just stop by McDonald's just to <laughs> yeah. buy a fucking. Yeah, because well, I don't know if you knew, but they have like a specialty specialty like. Uh, like a, a filtration system and a specialty syrup and a specialty type of water and a specialty like uh, like direct uh, like to like the fountain they use. It's all like stainless steel. It's all like perfectly clean. It's all and they make it so where the ice and the coke go in the glass, it it still has flavor. Mm. Like uh, by the end of the cup, it's fucking crazy. So classic coke is probably one of the better. I think low key they have like short scientists and like white. Lab coats in the back of McDonald's, just kind of like. Well, maybe not every McDonald's, but a couple of. A couple, yeah, for sure. Yeah. On it. They, 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 they got it down. <laughs> I think they're Japanese too. They're working. On it. They're working on it. They got and they're. You know what? Hey guys, you guys are doing great. You guys <laughs> hey, doing great. Good job, guys. Nice work. You're making yeah. me fat, and I like it. So, you know, in the back, like. I got some fries and a burger for you. Hell yeah, bro. Ah, some fucking shit. Yeah, any other soda. So, but what's your favorite soda if you had to pick one? Okay, classic Coke's off the table because that's yeah, that's just come on. From there, the next one is Dr Pepper for me. Okay, that's okay. What about third? Third. Did you say cactus cooler? Cactus yeah, cooler cactus cooler is in my good. top three. I like I like root beer. I like you know what I do when I go to the movies? Uh, they have like the fucking freestyle Coke. I have a, 
I like uh, they do freestyle. Freestyle. Yeah, freestyle. freestyle. You can do what you want. You can get fucking like mountain, or you can get uh, you know. That machine's Sierra amazing. Mist. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. You get cherry, get some vanilla, cherry coke, get high C orange. Oh, high C orange from McDonald's. Yes. Uh, fucking uh, yes. chef's kiss. Yes. yes. High, uh, high C orange. Perfect. The Ooh, perfect. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Ice cold. Yeah, because you get it from like. If you get high sea orange from like they have, oh, well, they have it at the at the movies. Yeah. it's not the same. No, it's not. Not it's, same. It's like more watered down. Way watered down. It's yeah. not. It's not fair. Yeah. Not fair. But uh, I think when I go, there, like I like root beer. I like getting root beer like at the freestyle. I'll get like root beer A and W, and then or whatever it is, Barks, and yeah, then bark. I'll, and then they have a vanilla. Oh I'll yeah, get, the vanilla I'll one. Get a little bit of that, and then oh shit, and then I'll get some cream soda. Root beer float so and like motherfucking thirds cream. and thirds like yeah. Oh. Well, I think the, you got to get the majority root beer and then okay. you got to get like you know dab a little dab a little, dab. A little, oh, a wow. little, a little bit of, on the top of that a exactly. <laughs> you know Ow. that that shit's got to work. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, so soda. Let me some soda. <laughs> yeah. That, maybe that's why I'm big. I got to cut it out. Uh, but I don't know though. What what else is what else is fucking like good or like soda? Like what's a good it's, good soda? Pepsi's I mean, all right. Pepsi. You all go right. to a Seven Up route. Uh, seven ups, uh, uh, Sprite. I would have said Sprite, but they no, the Sprite's still doing. Yeah. Well, what do they do? They changed the Sierra Mist to Starry. Yes, I was gonna bring that up. Starry. Is that what happened? Yeah, Sierra Mist is no more. Oh, now they fucking rebranded it to some Starry. Starry. I thought Loki was like the Texans are taking over. What the fuck is that shit? Star. It's it's probably the same thing too. I mean, I, it is the same. I thing think I, I had it once. I wanted to had it once. Eh, nobody clear, buys that shit. Seven Eleven or Seven Eleven or Sprite, and that's it. Clear soda. Or man. apparently Mountain Dew. Yeah. Anyway, but but so this is the real rhythm podcast. Oh shit, yeah. So so we got to stay on target, yeah. especially because this this would be a little bit longer if I'm not careful. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're gonna start out with the scene. Scene, baby. Uh, something happened. Whoa, shit! Oh, shit! The wrong button. God damn! We're not even in Halloween yet. Well, almost there. Yeah, we're getting. Yo, they're there. selling the shit already on 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 the stores. Oh yeah, I they've love been doing that spooky, since the beginning of season, September. Spooky season is a must. I, yeah, I'm bro. all for it. I don't like, I don't like seeing Christmas and Thanksgiving shit already. But you know what? what? You got some spooky spice? Uh, people like uh, for the white women out there. You like pumpkin <laughs> spice? You know, I'm all for it. How did I know that was going that route? Uh, well, I mean, because pumpkin spice, dog, it ain't fucking rocket science. Uh, but the scene that we're bringing to you today, and the scene when yeah. I say scene, uh, the TV show. Uh, currently ongoing uh, at this exact moment. It comes on Fridays. We are talking The Wheel of Time. Nice. Uh, the Wheel of Time is an American high fantasy television series developed by Rafe Judkins for Amazon Prime Bro, Video. you have every fucking app. I do. Well, not all of them. Well, it's just crazy. Got, like Netflix. The, you got, ma- uh, main ones are Netflix. Amazon, Amazon who doesn't Prime? have Prime? Everybody's got Prime for just for Amazon. Yeah, just for like deliveries right. and shit. You're right. You're uh, right. You're but right. then Hulu's a big one. Hulu's got a lot of Hulu's shit. Hulu's got a lot of shit. And Hulu's owned by Disney. Disney Plus, I luckily, thank you, my buddy. Uh, he lets me borrow his his Disney Plus. Um, and your, then uh, what else do I get? Uh, I, I pay for Hulu. I pay for... Uh, and then HBO. And Max is, Max is important. For Max sure. is important. But yeah, so The Wheel of Time is, is on Prime. Prime doesn't always have a lot of stuff, but nope. they, every now and then they, they have look at some gems. This is a gem. Yes. The series is based on the novel series by the same name, The Wheel of Time, by Robert Jordan with Brandon Sanderson. I never read the books personally. It's it, it This show has changed my mind. The first season consisting mm. of eight episodes premiered on Prime Video on November 19th of 2021 Oof. with the first Three episodes released immediately and the remaining five on a weekly basis after that, which they continued to the second season, culminating in the season finale on December 21st of 2021. The series was renewed for a second season, hence what I'm talking about, in May 24- May 2021, and it, j- it just started this year in 2023. Oh, wow. Um, so it premiered on September 1st of 2023. In July of 2022, 
ahead of the second season premiered, it was renewed for a third season because they're probably spending my, 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 my money on this De bitch. Narrows. Be- they're probably spending because it's <gasps> well done. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you better know where. All right, there's uh, money. Money. <laughs> Come on, money. <laughs> the, wheel, <laughs> the wheel of time follows Moraine, uh, uh, but that's not. I forgot, I heard it. I watched the show. More, is it more, Moraine? Moraine. Moraine. It's Moraine. Yeah, let's say Moraine. Whatever. Yeah, Moraine. A member of the Aes Sedai, a powerful organization of women who can channel the One Power. Yeah. With wonder, with Warder Lan, she seeks a group of five young villagers from secluded Two Rivers region of Andor and following an attack on their village believing one of them is the reincarnation of the dragon an extremely powerful channeler who broke the world years many 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 years thousands of years before the dragon reborn is prophesized to either save the world from a primordial evil known as the dark one or break it once more Um, that's the kind of overview of it the show itself is fucking intense uh, (laughs) watch the watch the first episode and it covers what we what they just talked about. That I when I was watching it, it starts off as kind of like like oh just just like Lord of the Rings did like happy like when you watch Lord of the Rings, it started in like you know it started with the Hobbits and yeah. it was like do 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 do. It was like oh sweet, wow, they had a party. The bo- you know uh, Bilbo was leaving. Yeah. They do the same thing. They start out with like a party. It was really cool, and then it just jumps into it. And when it jumps. It was amazing. I gotta give it credit for that first episode had me hooked, and I and I could did not leave the first season. Um, the show is an amazing fantasy show with echoes of Lord of the Rings, with, but its own style exactly like I'm talking about. Oh, um, okay. yeah, the, it's its own style. So like just the way they they uh, the way that they handle. Uh, it like the cinematography. It's it's like a movie. It's like a movie. I mean, Amazon yeah. Prime is doing their best to kind of make it intense and and really uh, just well well Grab done. You oh, yeah, yeah, it pulls you in for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, I never read the books, but after watching the show, I mean, I really it really has grown on me that I might read it. Like when I watched Lord of the Rings, um, I think I jumped into it. I watched the first movie at at, at home. And then I wanted to watch every movie after that. But when I watched the first uh, first movie, Lord of the Rings, I went back and I read the books. I read the books. I knew what was going to happen, but because I was so enthralled with the story, the same thing kind of happened with Game of Thrones. Once I saw the first season of Game of Thrones, I read I read every book up until and they still George R. R. Martin still hasn't finished it. So I went back and I watched those. Uh, I read those books, and I'm kind of thinking the same thing because this is a big long saga. Um, the special effects on this show of this fucking saga are amazing. The the you can tell they have a mix of uh, obviously uh, CGI stuff, computer graphics, but they also have a lot of um, the like uh, pr- uh, practical effects. So like some of the en- enemies and stuff that you see are just they're big and ugly and ew, like nasty, <laughs> dripping and shit. It's, yeah. It looks great. Um, again, the choices for the actors, they're very smart, well thought out. They're not no names by any means. Like they're, they've had some success. Uh, like Moraine, C. Moraine's been in a lot of stuff. She was in like, she was in Mission Impossible and she was, I think, Bond. She was in a lot of stuff. Oh, is that the light skin chick? Uh, that's very vague. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the light skin chick. Yes. I'm, you're not wrong. She's white. There you go. She's pretty right. light skin. All right, cool, That's cool, for cool. sure. Yeah, but they're not, they're not known as, but, but they're all pretty close to that, though. Because they're all, like, everybody that's in the show, the main characters, because it's about the five, the five people and then the, and then the two main ones. And, but there's a lot of moving parts of this. Nice. So there's a lot of people in the show. But um, they're not all well 
known big name actors and you know what it works in favor of it because they all shine very brightly yeah. they all they all very good at their acting they all got good acting chops um and they make each scene uh worthy of watching for sure um the world building uh, oh actually more importantly the way they use magic and the style of magic is really cool uh, being a nerd about like you know fantasy stuff and i like and i love lord of the rings you know the one thing you didn't get in lord of the rings I keep comparing them because it's it's you can't help it. Uh, they're both similar. they're both very they're high fantasy saga elves and fucking oh, orcs okay, okay, and okay. ogres and all that shit, right? But the one thing you didn't get in Lord of the Rings a lot was like magic, the use of magic, like like you know you figure a wizard's gonna have like beams flying out of his hands, and you did get a little, a little bit, bit of that yeah. in Lord of the Rings. But this show, it's all about the wheel of time, right? So the symbolism of a circle. Uh, since like the the circle and how they control I, the, the, from the my, the way I kind of I understand it in the show, they're pulling strength and energy from like the air and the air and the the earth and elements fire and 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 so when they use the magic, the magic kind of flows around them and it it, it kind of has this like wispy light that that you see them pulling on nice. and the way that they kind of introduced it from the first episode to the most recent one that i just saw the effects of it how they visually brought it to to uh to life is fucking cool it it's just it just looks really dope nice. the effects are super cool the way they use magic is just it's it's a beautiful yeah, i want to watch it now it's dope it's so watch the first episode the world building itself is fantastic how they again one of the big things about like uh, fantasies and stuff like that is they got to build a world that you think is real that you live in um and we're gonna showcase that right now with the scene that we're gonna insert right here here well the footsteps of a father trail Placed by our mother, we bought the land with their blood. Long ago, long ago, oh, sing, sing of Manasseh, oh, weep for the blood of Amen, oh, cry for Manasseh, long ago. It's good to remember Manethrin. It's just a song. No idea who Manethrin is, anyway. In the old tongue, Manethrin means mountain home. Used to be the name of the place you now call the Two Rivers. During the Trollop Wars, the army of Manethrin was small but strong. A thorn in the Dark One's hand. So he sent the entirety of his forces to destroy it. But when this massive host arrived, the women and men of the mountain home stood before it, the shallowest bend of the river at their backs, ready to fight. Their king, Eamon, like in the song, had sent messages to the neighbors they'd fought for in the past, and they were promised aid if they could hold for three days. And somehow they did. Against that monstrous host they held, for an hour, then a second, then a third. For three days they fought, and though the land became a butcher's yard, no Trolloc crossed the river. But on the third night, no help had come. So they fought on alone. For six days, for nine, and on the tenth day they knew. 
then you know help was coming. From the city, Queen Eldrine organized her people to take the children and find refuge in the mountain keeps, though many of them went not to safety, but to join the army fighting for their home. Not a step of ground was given up until it was soaked in blood. But on the 13th day, the army of Menethrin was gone. Queen Eldrine felt her husband die. Driven by grief, she reached out and she hurled the one power at the Trolloc army. A hurricane of fire washed across the land. The Dark One's hosts ran like beasts, but they were not fast enough for the flames caught them, consumed them. But Eldrine had drawn more of the one power than any woman could ever hope to wield, and it burnt her right through from the inside out. But the children and their minders hidden in the mountains had been saved. There was nothing left of their farms, their villages, or their great city. But they returned. Yeah. So, mm. like I said, world building, that, that's basically them, like, their Moraine, the, again, the, the main thing, at the crux of the show is Moraine in the first season find these, finds these five people who are all potentially the dragon reborn, the, the, the evil or the good guy. We don't know yet, mm -hmm. and she's taking them to like uh, to go get tested or go like I mean they're not you know STDs or anything, <laughs> but but he's, she's taking them to go to go like uh, COVID. <laughs> she's taking them just to kind of figure out what what they're about, who yeah. they are. It's it's a long it's a fantasy show, so I mean I don't want to spoil anything. It's a personality test. But, so, yeah, they want you to go join uh, join the Scientology. She's trying to get them into Scientology. <laughs> she's trying to do. She's like she wants to know their secrets, but no, no, no. I mean, in the show, they're yeah. seeing in, in the, again the world building is fantastic. So, in this scene, they're they're walking in the in with their um, horses and they're on their way to like a different uh, part of the world, and they're just singing along. and And she explains to them what happened at their village. That this little village, you know, it, it's it's the standard hero story. The 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 young or unexpected or unexpecting hero gets called to action they were living in like a little town that they didn't know that they were fated to be this big badass uh hero or villain uh and that's what she's kind of giving them the history of the town that they lived in and it just shows the the world building that they're that they create in the show and it's so much it's just so deep so again watch the first season the season is it, you gotta see this on your own because there are twists and turns that kind of come um it's dope it's dope it's it's like one of these shows that that all the elements came together to make it really dope and i can see them why they renewed it for a third season i, I was just telling lex on uh on the on one of the most recent ones that we did the the podcast well you know again netflix they typically drop their shit and you oh, can yeah. binge it this shit it started with the first three and the first, and then they, and then they did it. Uh, well, but they, they're like they're gonna do with the boys too. It's episodic. They give you a bunch, and then they, and then I murder those in a day. Like don't, don't play with me. I murder those in a day. <laughs> we're talking about eating. Uh, that was me. Yeah. Uh, we're, they were talking about eating. You know, fucking drinking McDonald's soda and stuff. I, I want to binge it. I want to eat it. I want to engorge myself with this like content. Get lost. And then they, the they gave me three, and then they, they in the rest of them. So it's, it's, it's a pain in the ass. But great show, fantastic. Yeah, I really great. highly suggest it. 
Go check that shit out. Yeah, I'm going to definitely watch it because I'm a big, uh, as you can tell, with the DVD collection that we're staring at. I have a Lord yeah. of the Lord of the Rings. And I love Lord of the Rings. Fantasy. We talked about them yeah, on the yeah. podcast at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, so. it, yeah, it's it's uh, it's for sure. It's one. I like fantasy. I like the. I think I'm, right now I'm playing. I'm playing Baldur's Gate three, a video game, and it's it's fantastic. I might even talk about that at some point. But but it, I, but it's in that same world. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, you know, like elves, old orcs. Uh, that type of high fantasy. I wonder if I make something high fantasy. Like, why is it high fantasy? Do you have to be? Is high? that what's labeled? Yeah. Well, yeah. I just read it. it was, is it, it the, maybe the quality? The I think I think high fantasy is having to do with like elves and and man. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I think. I, I don't know. I gotta look. I, I mean, if somebody knows, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I'm sure I could Google it, but right now, right not going to right now. We're not going to. So stop. No, no. Stop. Don't Google. Yeah, don't do that. Pay attention to me, bro. Yeah, but I am paying attention, so we're going to keep the thing on the roll, on the wheels, on the roll. Oh, Good track. shit. And of course, 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 course. Good shit. Of course, course, course. We bring you the scene the sounds. The next sound that we're going to bring to you today is one of my favorites of all time, uh, Lily Allen. Lily Allen, you know what? And I realized on the notes that I bring, I didn't actually have like an opening Opening, sorry, but uh, but uh, we're gonna jump into her career. But anyway, Lily Allen is a. Oh, uh, I think it's a cable. Yeah. All right, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Lily Allen's one of the one of the finest uh, UK singers to come out of the early aughts. Uh, <laughs> she's uh, hot. Yeah. She's hot. One of the fine. When I say finest, I mean one of the one of the most skilled, one of the most interesting, one of the most pivotal yeah. of the early aughts. Um, she she has such uh, such a deep. Meaning for like that that UK scene, the L- London um, in two thousand one and two thousand to two thousand five, um, her family went to Ibiza on holiday. Lily Allen told her mother that she was staying with her friends, but remained in Saint Anthony de Portmany instead. She earned money by working at Plastic Fantastic record store and dealing ecstasy at the age of fifteen. Wow! Allen met her first manager, George Lamb, in Ibiza. She first recorded the vocals on me, on me head, off me head, written by her father for Mike Bassist, England, England manager in 2001, and was featured in the 2002 song by her father's group Fat Less, who inv- Fat Less, who invented fish and chips. These were songs. Ah. Um, she worked. She worked. She started to work for music producers and recorded a demo. She was rejected by several labels. Which she she attributed to her drinking, being the daughter of Keith Allen. She eventually used her father's connections to get signed to London Records in 2002. When the executive who had signed her left, the label lost interest, and she left without releasing the folk songs, many of which were written by her father. But she then studied horticulture to become a florist, and and things kind of went. So she she her first soiree into at a young age in her early teens didn't work out to be exactly what she wanted. But in 2005, Alan was signed to Regal Recordings. They gave her 25,000, uh, I think that's, uh, I don't pounds? know if that's not pounds, I think, yeah. to produce an album. Though they were unable to provide much support in for due preoccupation with release with other releases that year, such as X and Y, Coldplay, Classic. Demon Days, Gorillas. Yeah, I would um, too. They're huge. They're yeah, bigger. So they huge. couldn't give her much. Alan yeah. then created an account on MySpace, and this is why... She is one of the most prolific uh, artists of her generation. She was one of the first people to create an account on MySpace and begin posting demos that she recorded in November of 2005, which were much different than her folk start. The demos attracted thousands of listeners and and 500 limited edition 7-inch vinyl singles of LDN were rush-released, reselling for as much as 40 pounds. Alan produced two mixtapes, my first mixtape and my second mixtape, of course, to promote her work as a, and accumulated tens of thousands of friends on MySpace. 
The Observer Music Monthly, a magazine published in The Observer, took interest in March 2006, and a few people outside of her labels, A&R department, knew who she was, but they were about to find out. So she released that first song. Matter of fact, while we're on it then, so LDN was her first song. Hit me with LDN. LDN. She's coming. This is her. This eventually got put on her first album. But this is what she started with. And when people heard this, they kind of went bananas because it's it's out there. It's different. It's not what you would hear on a regular basis at that time. Because she's kind of like, like, dancey, but singy, but bouncy. Riding through the city on my bike all day because the filth took away my license. Yeah. right there like she's her, got talent yeah she's got talent she's got, off her, the and she's got a signature sound yeah and that's her fucking first her like first single like she, she was just getting friends on myspace with that so that dropped and in 2007 the success convinced her label to allow more creative control over her album and use some of the songs she had written instead of using the mainstream producers this is where it gets interesting. Alan decided to work with producers ah, such as Greg Kirsten and, of course, I was Mark just about Ronson. To say this shit, Mark, Mark Ronson. Ronson. Finishing the rest of the album in two. Well, Mark Ronson, also known for working with Duffy, working for Amy Winehouse, working with all these big uh, uh, Dua Lipa, <laughs> fucking uh, 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 Lady Gaga. He's Mark Ronson everything. is a legend. He's, He's a badass. Finishing the rest of the album in two weeks. She finished the album in two weeks. Alan's debut album, All Right Still, all was, right. Re- was released in 2006, July. Most of the tracks had been previously viewed on her MySpace, which was include the single, LDN, Smile, which we will play right now, Knock Em Out, and Alfie. In September 2006, Smile was made available on the U.S. version of uh, iTunes Store, and by December 2006, her music video for Smile had been played on various music channels, as well as the song getting a little airplay in Entertainment Weekly. I remember going to movies and hearing Lily Allen like before they played the movies, Uh, and this is just one of the biggest songs that she's ever had. It's, It's so good. Oh, hell yeah, I remember this one. Hit me. Lily. A lot of movies get this shit. Well, it would play like before the movies. Like when they had like, you know, the guys doing like, like you know. Yeah, before movies. Yeah, yeah. but also the, I would hear it in a lot of like those pop movies. Like, it's you know. got one of the, the lyrics here. Yeah. It's Mark Ronson, But you were right? fucking that girl next door. Yeah, it's Mark Ronson. Live drums. That filter bass. Oh my god. I was so lost back then. 
I was gonna sing it up. This is like around her and Winehouse. Oh, they're they're back neck and neck. Yeah, okay. They were neck and neck yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, in 2007, she played the newly launched Park stage at Glastonbury Festival, replacing MIA, who had canceled. Wow. During the festival, she reunited two members of the Specials in an act uh, that guitarist Linville Golding claimed was played a massive part in the group's 2009 reunion. She also sang vocals on the top ten single "Oh My God," a oh cover of the God. Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, let's hear that one. Want to try that? Okay. This is also produced by Mark Ronson on his album. This is called the album was basically a, a album filled with covers, which also had Amy Winehouse's "Valerie," uh, which is a legendary song too. But this is dope. Fucking Ronson, bro. That bass. Live instrumentation. They were working together. They they basically she sang, she sang El Diana at she sang LDN and Smile, and Alice Allen's latest single from her album produced by Ronson, which helped him got produce helped him get basically producer of the year and non classical 2008 Grammy award. She provided background vocals for that uh, couple Kaiser Chiefs things. Um, again, she performed LDN Smile, and then again one of her best songs. Uh, one of my favorite songs, and again to change, to, to say it again a lot, but to change the um, the tone of it off the same album, mm-hmm. I'll write still. Hit me with uh, Littlest Things, and it's such a sweet song. <laughs> such a sweet. It is. It is a sweet. Look, look, oh, man. Okay, I hear some like Beetle. Oh yes, I'm really sorry for it. Sometimes I find myself sitting back and reminiscing, especially when I have to oh, watch over yeah, people kissing. Yeah, the sample work is crazy. And I remember when you started calling me, you miss 
exist All the play fighting, all the flirtatious disses I tell you sad stories about my childhood I don't know why I trusted you, but I knew that I could We'd spend the whole weekend lying in our own dirt I was just so happy in your boxes and your t-shirt Again, it's a sweet song. She she switches yeah, it up. That first album song. has a lot of uh, had a lot has a lot of like reggae ska vibes on it. You should. Re- I love that fucking album. I love it. I could do a whole episode on that album, but we're not going to. Because uh, she got she got better as she progressed. She only got better. Alan, after the release of her first album, her parent company EMI was taken over by Terra Firma. She also changed her management group. Um, although her core team remained in place, at the urging of a record company, Alan tried unsuccessfully to create the album with se- with several writers and producers. Alan eventually returned to Greg Kirsten, who had written three songs for All Right Still. The album was produced by Kirsten and Eagle Rock Studios. The next one, I mean, uh, in, was produced at Eagle Rock Studios in Los Angeles. L.A., week. baby. Yeah, damn right. Uh, what's good? Before returning to Cuss, uh, Alan co-wrote the songs for the album with Kirsten, who played piano on it, which the piano plays a big part in, in um, the next one. This is a change for her earlier work where she wrote lyrics and finished the tracks. Alan released a statement saying, we decided to try and make it bigger sounding, more ethereal, real songs. I wanted to work with one person from the start to make it sound, from start to finish to make it one body of work. I wanted it to feel like like it had some sort of integrity. I think I've grown up a bit as a person and hope that it reflects that. She posted two new songs on her demos on her MySpace page and planned to release a mistake. Alan... um, there's I can go into all the details of like the of all that stuff, but but basically, uh, we're gonna keep moving because <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to. There's a lot that happened. Like the thing is with the UK, she became like a um, like a, a target for the uh, paparazzi and stuff. So she was super famous over there. Um, in September 2009, Alan announced that she was considered. Uh, what what you doing? Okay, actually, let's just go. So uh, uh, I'm gonna jump into her second album. Okay. Her second album. Did you? Her second album, basically. What? What the fuck? I think it was called Twenty Two. What? Do you? Do you remember? Do you, not, do you have the name of the album? I can get that album. Yeah. The the name of the album, the second album, was really good. Again, she was trying to put together this work that that sounded more concise and collected than her first. Because her first, although it was great and it had a certain sound, it was. It was it was a little bit well, fractured. All right, shows the the classic. Yeah, that's the first it's, one. It's not me, it's you. It's not me, it's you is the second album, correct? All right, so that's what we're looking at. It's not me, it's you. Off that album, she has a collection of different songs. Some of them have been sampled over and over again, but the first song, which one of, one of my favorites off the album, is the Lillian the Fear, and it's uh, it's it's kind of a it's an interesting li- uh, story that she's telling. Okay. Yeah, hit it. And then from start, to, I think this is the open. This is like the second song of the album. Yeah, it is. I wanna be rich and I want lots of money. I don't care about clever. I don't care about funny. I want loads of clothes and fuck loads of diamonds. I heard people die while they're trying to find them. And I'll take my clothes off and it will be shameless. Okay, she went. 
she went elsewhere. Yeah. Well, she, it, it's like, but it's, 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 she's saying the opposite of it. No, I mean, sonically. Oh, yeah, yeah. She went a little electronic. Yeah. She sounds good on this, too. That's like the second song of the album. Again, I'll, I'll run through them real quick. The, so this album was more of a different kind of... So she, it's her second album. She's kind of getting more introspective. That You hear the lyrics on that song. She's talk, she's, uh, un, she's kind of like poking fun at, the, at the, the, the culture of that time and that everything was kind of materialistic and stuff like that. Head right? of the and game. So, head of the game. And so uh, on, on the song 22, um, it's about a girl turning 32, and wishing she was 22, like about the aging process. She was like 26 or 7 at this time. In my 20s? Yeah. 20, yeah, so she, she was kind of foretelling it. When she was 22, the future looked bright. She's nearly 30 now, and she's out every night. I see that look in her face. She That that even that don't get me wrong. She said until the until the man of her dream comes along and picks, takes her out of her show. That's not the song ends with her like it's kind of an empowering type song because this is what she's about. Um, at the same time, I think at the time that she was big, uh, George George W. Bush II was president, and there was a lot of claims of like racism, like you know Kanye George George Bush doesn't like black people, right? Um, so she made this song. This is kind of a. This is kind of throwing it out to George Bush at the time, but it's still kind of a timeless classic. Uh, this is fuck you. Fuck you. And this is like what everyone loves. Everyone sings this at festivals. Look inside. Look inside your tiny mind. Then look a bit harder. Cause we're so uninspired. So sick and tired. Of all the hatred you harbor So you say It's not okay to be gay Well I think you're just evil You're just some racist Who can't tie my laces Your point of view is medieval Look at the shit The last one off this album is uh, one of my favorite songs from her. Honestly, um, is it's again, it's like a sad, like a sweet song. Uh, just hit me with who, who'd have known. It's been sampled. It's five o'clock in the oh, morning. Oh yeah, T-Pain. Conversation got boring. You said you'd go into bed soon, so I snuck off to your bedroom, and I thought I'd just wait there. 
Until I heard you come up the stairs And I pretended I was sleeping And I was hoping you were creeping with me Just, I, I'm giving so, you like a little bit of highlights here because the, the, all the album is pretty good. Yeah. That's like again, that's like a that's, that's just a favorite of mine that comes in. And 2012, Alan confirmed she was in the studio working with Kirsten again to make new music. Um, in February 2013, she performed live at Paris Fashion Show, a show produced by Mark Ronson, and what she called her mum back and foreshadowed the release of another album inspired by her experiences as a mo- as a motherhood. And in the end of 2013. Um, she changed her name a couple times, and in 2013, she released a cover of Summeroni Wino, which I should have put on this, but uh, we, we don't got it. It's just, it's, you know, the song Summeroni Wino, she redid it, and it was a beautiful take on that song. Um, at the time, she was going through a lot of, like, tumultuous stuff. I think she, she admits, she talks about, like, substance abuse and stuff like that before when she was younger, and then when she became a mom, uh, it changed a lot of stuff. But when she when she made this album, the next one that popped up, um, she was on a different. She was on like a just a different wavelength, and it wasn't quite. Um, it wasn't quite like authentic Lily Allen, but she still put out these like fucking badass, badass music. Yeah. Um, which in this case, let's hear. Let's hear. She. This, so this is off the third album. Let's hear. Jesus. Jesus. This is right around Jesus. <laughs> Lace up my doors, I'm going in Don't let my kids watch me when I get in the ring I'll take the hits, roll with the punches I'll get back up, it's not as if I've never done this But then again, the game is changing Can't just come back, jump on the mic and do the same thing There goes the doubt I fucking love her. Uh, that's her con- her control verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the control verse. Off the off the. Okay, so off the same album. This was a really good one. She's she in uh, the most recent stuff is some of her best work too though. But this one off the same album was Air Balloon. Just give me a little bit of Air Balloon. A little, bit of Air Balloon. A little helium balloon. Somebody remind me where I am. My am your Timbuktu. Did I ever tell you my uncle's monkey ran away from the zoo? Would you tell me what this all means? What happens if I go through that door? Cause I'm looking up at the high production ceiling, too. Yeah, she's got high quality. The floor. Ooh, when I'm bored, I'm gonna drift away. I'm 
pro- clean production, yeah, like fucking yeah, interesting, sure. interesting lyricism. Uh, following the release of that album, she's this in 2014. She had, she says she had an identity crisis. She did not enjoy the music she was being asked to create and believed people within the music industry were controlling her choices. Alan mentioned on a podcast news roast that she was working on a new album, which mainly dealt with herself, her relationship with her children, and the breakdown of her marriage, substance abuse, etc. Alan was working. Alan has been working with Mark Ronson, and, and late 2017, Alan uploaded numerous songs online in preparation for the album. Um, she says she wanted to explore something new uh, that she was thinking about during during this uh, album prior, and the album ended up becoming No Shame. Later that year, in December. Uh, she released a song called Trigger Bang, which was leaked and featured rapper Giggs. And on August, or rather January 24th of 2018, Ellen announced her new album would be called No Shame. The album was released on J- June 8th of 2018. No Shame was not nom- nominated for the Mercury Prize and the album being one of the 12 shortlisted with that award. It's kind of an electro pop album. No Shame takes influence from dance hall and reggae. Per- I love her first album. Personally, I think this is some of her best work because you can see she really fucking put work into it. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, so Trigger Bang, g- give me Trigger Bang. Grab a few grams and a few grand Wrapped in elastic in the blue bands You reach for handouts with your two hands Who's that? With the cool gang No hippie, but it's so sticky I'm an old school nigga fam, I know zippy Steamboat Willie like the old Mickey Steamboat Willie, she gets the whole dicky 06 Ratchet had the old flicky 017 now I got the whole strippy Low key brother on the low sipping You can be the cool gang but nigga no slipping And if you was my addiction Her writing is so catchy. And it's so deep. Yeah. It's so deep. That's why I can't hang out with the cool kids. And it fuels my... Alright, go ahead, go ahead. It fuels my addiction. Actually, yeah, well, let her, let her go. Because she's ra- she's essentially rapping. Yeah. I can't hang out with the cool gang. That's fucking dope. Um, this I remember going to see her multiple times. I'll, I'll tell the story after after the that we finish this album. But um, th- this album really fucking hits hard because it's so. That's like the start of it. Uh, give me what are you waiting for? Waiting for. And again, the dance hall kind of reggae. She kind of went back to her her roots for this because this is how she started out too. Since we separated, I've been suffocating. Oh yeah. In my head, best I felt liberated by it. But solitude is overrated. The other day, I swear someone said someone else is sharing your bed. Maybe you picked up where I left. And now my heart is sinking. I don't know what I've been thinking. I turned a strong man weed. I threw him down, brought him to his knees. I'm hoping somehow he'll forgive me. 
<laughs> so a run through them that again in the same kind of vein she's talking about deep uh, deep battles internal battles trying to you know it's, it's still the uh, next one same and the same tip uh, lost my mind and then the last two are going to be two of my favorites for her last two but, the, but, last but, but this is lost my mind off the same album it's got some uh, Caribbean vibes. Of artist, you can kind of see what she's going through through, through her art. album a lot i love her first album the most love a couple songs off the second album but these last two are the deepest for the at least from hearing them again she was going through issues with her marriage um we won't play too much of it because this is sad but apples is about her marriage like falling apart nice go ahead <laughs> well, i mean not nice like it fell apart but like yeah the concept of apples falling from a tree yeah falling actually, apart. Yeah, yeah listen to it though yeah you're, you're hitting it on head we stay in bed all day having sex Smoking fire. Smoking that fire. So much has happened since then. I wish we could go back. It's it's so simple too. I do things differently. I went off the track. So cliche. to it it ends the whole thing ends on like a like an interesting uh like she she says the apple doesn't far fall from the tree because i guess her parents were kind of in the same boat uh but to, to go on because that's that's in towards the end of the album on that one too but to go on a higher note uh cake i like i love cake i love cake i love too. cake in general yeah no, chocolate leches. cake there's leches yeah yeah but i also like the damn song atlanta cake <laughs> 
emotion Lily Allen, I love her. I've seen her live. She's a good live show. You, when you listen to like her her um, her catalog and how she kind of came up, she was always big. She went to Coachella a bunch of times. She she was a great live show because she has this like just really bright, badass charisma. Um, I remember um, I remember I, I seen her one time at the Palladium, and I was with an ex girlfriend, and uh, we I had a terrible time. It just it, we were on the end of the breakup, and it was it did not go well. And I remember years later, years later, I, I D, she was coming to town and I couldn't get tickets because it's sold out. And I fucking DM'd her on Instagram. I DM'd her and I remember, I, I was like, hey, you do, I'm a big fan. I fucking love you. You don't have to. You don't need, you're probably not even going to look at this, but I was like, hey, um, I can't get tickets. I can't get tickets to your show. If there's anything you could do, I just threw it to the fucking echo, yeah. to, the, to the ether. Fucking less than 10 minutes later, she's like, what's your name? What's your full name? I'm like, what? Oh, shit. Peter Paredes. She's like, you're on the guest list. You're on the guest list. Sick. I was like, what the fuck? So I went to the, I went to the, not the Fonda. It was, um, I think the El Rey. And I sat next to like her friends. I was like over there with, a, I took a girl. I was like chilling. Oh, man, it was great. Lily Allen's the shit. I am forever a fan ah, of Lily Allen. Like, that's dope. That, that's fucking super. No, but that, that, I mean, I, I. I was a big fan yeah, yeah, yeah. from the get-go. From that like the, itself is like... That itself just... It makes me even more of a fan for who you are, what you're about. She ended up getting married to the uh, guy from Stranger Things, David Harbour. You know, fucking uh, the big dude. Uh, oh, really? Eleven's uh, dad. And it looks like they're, they have just a fucking wonderful oh, relationship. Shit, that's like, right. Yeah. I, I love her. I mean, again, I love her style. I love the depth of her music. I love how the lyrics really mean something. I love that she has this, like, really... Um, control this deep control over her voice the melo the melodies the melodic yeah. style that she has yeah, yeah she knows how to make something catchy um i love the rhythm that she mixes into it it's, it's diverse but at the same time she has a specific style that you know a lot of it's ha having to do with mark ronson but you know it's just it's but it, dope. Was, it was like the mark ronson sound yeah you know? again like you said amy winehouse uh, duffy was in there for a while there's yeah. a lot of that but i think she took it and and kind of ran with it i really enjoyed I, I love lily allen um and with that what did uh what did you bring to the table today well hold on first of all what are we talking i think two episodes in a, episodes in a row yeah, 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 yeah. peter p what big dope 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 oh yeah and lily allen. <laughs> i love lily yeah, there you go. I'm gonna, have to, so I'm gonna give everybody their fly. If, if I got a good one, I get it. If not, Peter P, get this flowers today. 
No, I learned a lot. Lily Allen, dope shit, dope shit. Yeah, she's dope. Yeah, I mean, I mean, remember from her old stuff, but then the new stuff that you were playing right now, I was like, oh, not new, new, but you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like her, her later albums. Later whatnot, albums they, and they stuff changed like, a lot. And the growth, you see the, the gro- growth. You see the growth. And that's what I, I love that. I love being that. an artist is about yeah. the growth part. Nowadays, we don't see that shit. We see one hit wonders, one, you know, in and out money grab or you see people that just kind of do the same stuff over and over again yeah. but but i mean hey man like i appreciate any she's a good artist i mean you could tell she cared about her craft and she tried a lot you know yeah. she really gave it and she effort. comes from that bloodline so yeah yeah, it yeah really exactly helps. exactly all right all right all right so, like, so what do you got what, what do you i got, got which is crazy because it was in your notes but you didn't say it um i'm bringing a uh there's a collaborative album called full court press that came out uh, last year, 2012. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, I, yes. I heard most of it, too. Girl Talk is the shit. Yeah, Girl Talk. Uh, I didn't know much about him until this, and I didn't know that they were all super-duper homies. Oh, that's that. And then nothing, too, is that I recently brought up, uh, you know, Nipsey, Oh, yeah, yep, yep. Big Crit. Yeah, yeah, you sure did. And then also, in your notes, you had Wiz Khalifa, as, you know, having Lily Allen have Wiz Khalifa on one of her records. And oh, yeah, so, yeah. the collaborative album, Full Core Press, um, right. was produced by Girl Talk. And rappers Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit, Smoke Dizza. Um, it was released on April 8th, 2022 on Asylum and Taylor Gang Entertainment. Folklore Press is a Girls Talk first album in over a decade following the 2010 Yeah, because girl, because girl Talk, like, he would put on these... He Girl Talk, I've seen him live, too. Girl Talk yeah. is not not a DJ. He's, no. like, a producer, but yeah. he would mix in these, like, fucking crazy-ass, uh, like, chop, chopped-up music. Like, it would bring, like, DMX and fucking Incubus. He was like a yeah. DJ Z-trip, but just a producer. He was the originator of what the fuck is going on right now. Yeah, and yeah. Notice that people are um, mixing uh, it up, mixing genres. Yeah, vocals from here. Putting well, him and DJ Z Trip. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Z Trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. For for sure, yeah. Those. So, but I mean, we're seeing it now, which is crazy. That this is coming up too. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Um. And in discussing the recording process behind the album, Girl Talk said these guys all go back with each other over ten years, so it was a, just a great energy in the room, and that he wanted to have the environment where they could do what they do best try out a bunch of different ideas and have fun with it and he also noted the three have very different styles which is true and as a fan of each of them i want to capture what it draws to me what is that draws me to their music and then also bringing them up we go why i did it too is because mixtape these guys were the heart of the mixtape era with khalifa orange and um yeah cushion cushion orange juice uh, fucking, and of course, who knows, Smoke Dizza, and of course, Big Crit. You know, those were like the the deep, the the good old golden age of the mixtape days, and that's one reason I was like, oh hell yeah. yeah, for sure. And the album was recorded over multiple days in the studio in L.A. How the story goes started with Wiz Khalifa recording his verse, followed by Crit, uh, building the rest of the song around the verse, capturing the feel of the sampling and taking it somewhere new. And for ain't no fun. I'm just saying the names of some of the songs that are on yeah. Project. Girl Talk's philosophy was to make a flip on the concept of Snoop's original, um, kind of from the female perspective of a particular uh, line, hey, no and fun. wanted to keep a production diverse throughout the project yeah. while still maintaining a cohesive feel. The, this beat stands out in the context of the album because it doesn't have a sample and uses a more minimal style. Um, is it on there? No, you know what? Let me just put it on here so that will. Ain't no fun. It. Yeah, the. Um, yeah, might as well start with it. You might as well r- r- yeah. run it in. So let me. Um, yeah, pull that's this cool. Because everybody knows that song. Oh, they cross the fuck about that bitch. This is definitely their version of broke. it. I never had no motherfucking endo this boat. Bitch, you can't do me. Do we look like BBD? You heard your groupie. <laughs> 
She just got her hair done. She wanna smoke weed, get drunk, but it ain't no fun. If the homies can't have none, it ain't no fun. If the homies can't have none. She just left her man. And if he ain't a player, then he don't understand that it ain't no fun. If the homies can't have none, it ain't no fun. If the homies can't have none. She ain't fly, she ain't trippin', she ain't trippin'. Call her homegirl bass, cause they hit I'm some real shit Let a real nigga feel it If it bounce, let it bounce Cause your homegirl with it She a gold nigga Motherfucker, whole nigga Got her own bread, never been no gold nigga Take a trip, bring the click What's the word on the flip? Let me slide, cause he drip So much water, you might slip On a late, late, late night She ain't bitin', you ain't never had your bait right Bring a friend, I'm on 10, so I'm big, so I'm slim Hit the crib, we gon' do this shit again She just got her hair done She get the, you know, it's got that West Coast Yeah, 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 that bounce Minimal bounce, minimal instruments I mean, the bounce is heavy, minimal Mm -hmm. uh, instruments But the hook is catchy And of course, I played the big crit verse That foot goes nuts And what I love about these guys too, man Is that, like they says it here, like 10 years they go back Yeah, they got got connection They're, they, it's their, so the, their, their chemistry family. is real. And you know what's funny that like to kind of a callback to one of the episodes, um, crit, crit, but also they're all were uh, part of cinematic. Oh, like I, the, I forgot what record uh, you that you brought up. The, they were attached to cinematic records, um, so it all makes sense now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it all connects. We all whether well, the fucking Matrix is real. Guys. Yeah, shit. We don't, it's just, just happening. It's just happening in front of our eyes like that. Next song I'm gonna play is called No Singles. Oh no, actually no, not Put No you Singles. On. Put you on. I, when I heard this, I was like, and this was the, this was the actual first singer, first single that I heard. They let this out, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, this is this is what the fuck is this? It, yeah, it made it made noise. Never hated, always stayed official. Did my part, I played it. Now I'm faded. Money made it. Take my time. I don't care. There's a lot of. I'm not saying there's a lot. But there's some Wiz Khalifa haters out there. Yeah, there is. Fuck you. Wiz Khalifa's been. But yeah, he worked. Yeah, he always has. You always got that one song. He's always got that one song in his pocket. Here you go, bitch. You can name that put you on like this. And of course, they all have one thing in common too. Smoking marijuana. Um, yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> Yeah, they're smoke. They're smokers. Oh yeah, hella smokers. Yeah. Next song we play is no singles. Fucking love the song too. The way girl talk is fucking. Yeah, that's sampling. Yeah. Cruising down the street in my six four. Uh. Blowing Kush smoke, got the wind 
Mixtape legend guy, currency. He's still doing it to this day. He drops yeah. albums like yeah. mixtapes, man. You feel me? I wish that every day that a hustler could make it out the ship. Got my family, bills paid, new crew. I wish that every day I could make a hundred bands off the flip by the buildings that we ran through as kids. I wish that every day that I could roll the dub by the zip. Now a nigga got pounds where I live. I wish that every day. Then I popped up clean, catty frame. Got my pop this car that's way too fire. Spit flames like a stove. Back when it was way too cold and we didn't have it. My mama need a few more minks and some more carrots. I gotta grind, no need for clocking. I know the time. I know you order, fuck that cost. This check is mine. I need smiles on my family when we pay. When this money ain't a thing, I wish it's every day. We burning every spot we go, that's our true lifestyle. Our true lifestyle. It's a couple hundred million in this room right now. And I like this record too because they go right now. back to back with each other. Brunch at uh, Tiffany's. That I got a yeah. Exactly. I'm hustling for my Pekingese. It was written, believe it or not, Ripley's. May your pain be champagne and Hennessy. Big ballin', shot callin', new foreign, very getting bored and stack it up when you save it, then you don't spin. Hit it, then I got you saying that you can't go again. New bins, few friends. Couple girls I just flew in Listen in the loose ends Wanna go. get my cool for a spin Checking they makeup in my new rims I wish that every Currency, That a hustler could make it out the ship Got my family, bills paid So it's good to see the brothers together That's I love love the song And the last one, which I'm going to let in on a high note Before we go into our next section of the pod Where are you? Which is, uh, to me, is the fucking This is the fucking It's a, it's it's a Wiz Khalifa song. Doesn't have anybody else on it, but it's just this, this record. Just but it's a girl, girl talking. Say you want that thing Tired of playing, no, it ain't no okay. 
Talk, go check that shit out. Yeah, go talk. Go check out some of Girl Talk's old like YouTube videos yeah. and stuff too. But that album, this album was amazing. Yeah, for sure. And those guys, they're they're homies, man. They're they're boys. They're dogs. You could they're, tell like the way their chemistry is on the records. Yeah, that these guys, they're friends. I wonder how friends. Girl Talk of them got got like to be pals and shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he walked up to him like, "Yo, I'm a big fan." These yeah. are from what I, I did. Uh, maybe I they, did they might have known him. Yeah, but I did see an interview where he. I don't know who he walked up to, but I was like, "Yo, I have." You know, I'm a big fan. Listen to my records, and then when they heard his records, they're like, "Oh hell yeah, yeah. we gotta work with this guy." Yeah, it's gonna work this with this guy. Out. And I think it was Wiz actually. So, shout out to Wiz for putting everybody together. And yeah, that was good. it's a great playing. album too, a fantastic album. Well, they're, they're they're homies, man. They're homies. They're they friends. They're pals. Yeah, that's they're dogs. Yeah. They're dogs. That's where the chemistry is there. They're dogs. dogs. There you so, go. Ah ah ah. And now the ah uh, the next society article. We're talking about dogs. We're talking about them dogs. Them after, dogs. After attacks, British pri- uh, from the AP uh, Associated Press. After attacks, British Prime Minister say American XL Bulldogs are going to be da- are dangerous and will be banned. And this is in the UK, London Associated Press. British Prime, Mini- Prime Minister Rishi Sunak on Friday described American XL Bulldogs as dangerous to our uh, dogs as danger to our communities and announced plans to ban the breed following a public outcry after a series of recent attacks. Sunak said that he has asked government ministers to bring together police and canine experts to legally define the characteristics of an American XL bully, which is not recognized as a breed by groups such as Kennel Club in Britain or the American Kennel Club in the United States. It is not currently a breed defined by law, so this vital step must first happen, or must happen first. Sunak said in a video statement posted to X, formerly known as Twitter, Twitter, we will then ban the breed under Dangerous Dogs Act and new laws will be in place by the end of the year. The government has been under pressure to take action after an 11-year-old girl was attacked and seriously injured by an American XL bully on Saturday in Birmingham, England. These concer- Those concerns deepened on Thursday after a man was killed in an attack that may have involved this type of dog. The American XL bully dog is a danger to our communities, particularly our children, Zunak said. I share the nation's horror at the recent videos seen. Four breeds of dogs are currently banned in the United Kingdom, the Pitbull Terrier, the Japanese Tosa, the Doggo Argento, and the Fila Brasileiro. 
Some campaigners have called for the American XL Bolivia, which was originally bred from the American Pitbull, to be added to the list because of the dangerous characteristics and that have been bred into the animals. The XL Bully is not recognized as a breed by the UK's Kennel Club, which has argued that no breed of dog is inherently dangerous. The organization says breed-specific bans do not address the important factors contributing to attacks, primarily irresponsible dog owners who train their dogs to be aggressive. Facts. 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 Uh, the bully breeds get their name because they're originally used in blood sports such as bull baiting. The dogs have a muscular build and heavier bone structure than pit bulls. I mean, that that I, I echo their sentiment because I, I've had a, a, I used to have a Rottweiler. Rottweiler was uh, he, uh, it wasn't my dog, but he was a very aggressive dog. Uh, we did not train him well, and because of that, he was a little bit of a. Um, he was a liability. I mean, he was, he, he, he was, yeah, it was a thing for sure. Yeah. Um, and like, I got a cousin who's pit bull. He, he, he trains his pit bulls well. Uh, my cousin, my uncle, they, they, so they're, they, big bull, big pit bulls, but they're soft and they're, they're sweet. Yeah, they're it's, it's all amazing. depends on how you train yeah, them. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, it's too bad that the, that they're, I didn't realize that there was uh, dogs banned over there, those specific breeds. Did you see, did you notice what's on the, what's all that list? I see, I sense the pit bulls? Racism. Oh, the Brazilian, yeah, Brazilian. Like Brazilero, yeah, the yeah. But I mean, those are big dogs, though. That, like, even I think I, again, I work for insurance. Insurance-wise, you can't. Uh, they won't insure you if you have a Rottweiler, a Pitbull, wow. uh, a uh, I think a, a, a Doberman Pinscher, a, a Husky. Pinscher, Pinscher's on that list. Yeah, yeah. The, well, those are sure. those are dogs Pitbull, that are not the, they're, If if they're if those particular dogs are untrained, they. They tend to be uh, dangerous if they're not. Yeah. If they're not trained, um, I've never like the, like the pit bulls. Are they the only reason they're aggressive? They're bred to be aggressive is when they they put them into dog fights and shit. You ever seen a dog fight? No, but I've okay, okay. Huh? Yes and no. Y- yes, that I've seen clips. Oh. But I didn't okay, see yeah. like from, like a fight from beginning to end. Yeah, I've never seen. But I just saw the I, see I saw the aftermath. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I've ne- I Which is not even showing the other dog. I yeah. just the one that. Uh, One? That's terrible. Yeah, that's bad, bro. Yeah, see, that's not that. Those are the people that need to get, like, you know, yeah, Michael Vick. Prosecute got, them. Yeah, which they did, Michael Vick. But that, he wasn't, obviously, there's was more. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah man, that's that's, the, that's that's tough. That's the, Don't take out the breeds. Take out the dudes that are, not take them out and I kill them, but, you know, give them fucking, you know, lock them up. Kind of teach them what the fuck yeah, to do. And take it to, you know, or take it to the level of you want to own a breed or that type of breed of dog, which they don't consider a breed. But, you have to have training. But to it's have like training, a gun. some type of certification. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like you know. Uh, it's like a pit. It is like a weapon. It's like a, you got to be able to like you should, like with a gun. You got to have some kind exactly. Of yeah, there you go. Good same example. Kind of yes. You wanna you wanna have a dog background that, check. Oh, all yeah. that shit, dude. Because yeah, yes, be, there are dogs, and you gotta. It's how you train yeah, them. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because I've seen like yourself. You said like you said with the rots and stuff. I've seen people have beautiful big yes, old dogs. Yeah. There, sir. There might be a little like you know when you're scared off a little bit when you see them, but you meet them and then they get to and know they're you. Big softies. And they're big softies. Yeah, just I've, big babies. Plenty of them. Plenty yeah. of those dogs out there. So it all depends. I mean, they have to come to the terms with that. You know, you, there's got to be better laws for that type of shit. Yeah. Um, are, are some breeds that bad? Like really? Like like again, we're talking about Dobermans, Huskies, maybe not even Huskies. Actually, I think I think. Um, uh, German Shepherds. I, I mean, all of them. Again, insurance. You can't really a certain breed. You can't. My mom at one point. I think they were they the insurance people had sent somebody to the house, and then she said she told the the insurance guy, "Oh, my dog is vicious," because she didn't know who the guy was, and, <laughs> and, and then they canceled our insurance like fucking like like two weeks later. It's crazy. 
It's ridiculous. That's funny. All right, I, I'm a dog guy. I mean, oh, I got, sorry. I got, no, that's me. I, I'm a dog guy. I, I got like a little, uh, a little, a little, a little morky. Yeah, I you are my... definitely a dog. Ever since I've known you've had. Well, I wasn't always. I mean, I used to have a pug. My pug was the yeah. shit. I used to love that little pug. Yeah, flat I face. Pug. Yeah, flat face shaped like a burrito. He was a good guy. He was always happy to see you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, he was a big sweetheart. And then now I got like a little dog. She's kind of mean, but, but she, I love her. I love her too. I'm, a, I'm a dog see, guy. Going back to, the, I was actually gonna bring that up. It doesn't matter the size. Yeah, yeah. I've they seen little dogs and fucking they, they nip at you and they bite you and stuff like that. Yeah, they, yeah, they might not cause that much damage, but hey, it, the intentions are the same. But they'll still, like, you can you still treat. get sued if you get if you get bit by like a little dog no, or no, like, a little if, chihuahua. Yeah, if you have like a little chihuahua and they bite it, they bite a person. You can still get sued by it. You can, there you there's go. Still some, there's still some shit. There's there some liability go. involved in yep. there. A lot of liability. Um, I love dogs. I mean, uh, I've I've had pugs. I've had a morky. You, you had pe- uh, dogs, pets? Um, not me personally. Um, people around me. My parents have like a like kind of the same thing. What you have? It's like, like a mix. Morky? It's like a poodle mix. Oh, yeah, you know like those a type. Poo, yeah, morky. Yeah, it's a little white dog. Yeah, little yeah. white L- dog. Little with, white, little white shaggy dog. Yeah, with a little little like yeah, thick of, hair. A lot of Mexican families have the little yeah, white dog. And then of course white. my sister. Uh, has Lobo, yeah, Lobo. the husky? Lobo. Oh, that's a husky. He's a husky. Yeah. He's not. He didn't. He's it's not a big husky, but he's, yeah. he's still. He's yeah, a husky. Huskies can get big. Those things yeah. are huge, yeah. But he's already old. I mean, not old, but he's seven, six. So he should be already. Yeah, at he's his getting full there. Size. He's he's like he's like a, yeah. He's adult. He's already he's already an old, older but, man. That, you know, 10, and he's cool. You know, what I mean, he's not aggressive. Yeah. He yeah, yeah. and of course my sister has uh, my niece and nephew, which are what five and six. Mm-hmm. He's around them all the time, and I've seen <laughs> I've seen them. Mess like mess with Lobo, like yeah. grab his ears, get oh, on his man, back, man. and he's yeah. just looking. At, he look, looks at us like, "Hey guys, help, help me, help me out, <laughs> help me out I'm here." Not gonna bite him. Yeah. So it really depends on how you you raise them. Yeah, 100%. how you raise them. Yeah, how you treat them. You know, this is true. This is true. Well, and I mean, of course, to be honest, there are dogs. They're like they have emotions and feelings. Yeah, just like us. Some days we might have some days where we don't feel okay, and we just I don't want you to grab. Yeah, and jump don't on my touch back. me. Yeah. I don't want to talk to nobody. They're the exact same way. You, and then, but uh, you know, they're but definitely they change. Their, but, with pro- their, but with proper training, they can. They oh, can, of course. You know, they they know their place and they won't do anything too crazy. That's yeah. why the UK gets to get a grip on their shit. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. You never want to see a guy die like that. Oh, of course, you don't want to never die. see anything like that. That's a terrible way to die. Or see dog dog fights and stuff like that. That's that's not a good way to go either. That's just oof. can't imagine. And then a lot of these attacks too that I've noticed the pattern is that these are just stray dogs. Yeah, yeah. Stray dogs. Yeah, that's why you got to neuter them too. You yeah. really got to. Oh, fix that too. There you go. Yeah, that's a big part. That, I think help, that, every, that helps with the hormones and. Yeah, yeah, every dog I've had, I think, I've, I've, except for the Rottweiler, which again was my dog, but every dog I've had, they've they've been fixed. So you got to you got to be uh, responsible. You yeah, be a responsible exactly. dog owner. Just like you got to be a responsible gun owner, you got to be a responsible dog owner. It's like kids, like you want, you know, raise your kids right, make sure they don't go to schools and shoot up fucking kids yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, like. God forbid, God forbid. Yeah, man. Take care of your shit. Yeah. Make sure that you're good. Fuck you know, yeah. out. But anyway, we appreciate you guys as per usual. We got yeah. uh, go check out the Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time is fantastic, great show. Lily Allen, give her catalog a, d- a look. Oh hell yeah! Give hey, uh, give the album. What, what what's the, the album? Name? I, I, I know it's that, like, Full core press. Full core press. Full go core get full press because it is. It's an assortment of different uh, different artists on there. So full full core press. Uh, go check that out yeah, and just, just handle your shit. Take care of your dogs. Man. Take, take care of your shit. Keep, take care of your shit. And then take care of your shit. And I, as per usual, please keep spreading the love. Spread it. Spread it out there. Not bad. Make sure, the cable. It's all good. It's all good. Spread the love. Yeah. Spread it out. Listen yeah. to it. Get, give then, us some feedback. We appreciate y'all. And then be prepared soon. We got some good ideas. Yeah, we got some, we got some ideas coming. We got, we got some, some stuff that so that we'll keep you guys. 
uh, listening. And, yeah, uh, we want to make sure that you're staying on ta- staying on target. Stay with us. Guys. Yeah, we here. Spread the love. Spread we ain't going love. nowhere. We appreciate you. We ain't going nowhere. Thanks. Like always, man. You know. As always, you make sure you guys out there stay blessed. <laughs> and let's